You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I am your tour guide, Josh Chernoff, and he is The Blue Meanie. Meanie, Claus, what's on your mind? Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas week. Uh, (laughs) Merry Christmas week. Week. Uh, Yeah, because we're kind of on schedule to uh, remember a a fucking event the week that it happened. This is all you. All credit goes to Meanie. I absolutely forgot that this was going to be our Christmas episode. Uh, And we log on and Meanie is dressed to the nines as Meanie Claus. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Another reason to join Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. So you can see this. Uh, I was dressed to the not nines, probably about a two, and uh, and then left everybody on Patreon here so I could go put on my nice Mind of the Meanie uh, ugly Christmas sweater sweatshirt. And uh, it is comfortable, and it looks good. And we are here to celebrate, and we'll put a picture out on social media to encourage you to come watch us on Patreon. That's very brave of you to uh, leave us in your house like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's really nothing worth stealing. It's right. My, my wife oh, and I have like talked I'll about figure. it before. Like we've said things. Like there'll be times we'll be like, "Oh man, we didn't." You know, we, did would you lock that door? Did you do whatever? And like we've looked and we're like, you know, there's the safety aspect when you're here, but when you're not here, like it, we don't have like. Look, I'm not saying go ahead and steal my TVs. Like that would suck. But we realistically, right. you know. I, it's not like I've got my my fine jewels lying around somewhere, you know, um, and so yeah, it's not uh, unless they want to steal some old uh, mint on card action figures, uh, but uh, <laughs> but, uh, melt me, down me, my belt. Uh, me and Mrs. Meanie have this joke that our house is such a mess that if somebody broke into our house, they'd be like, "Oh, somebody already got here." And they would leave. They would just <laughs> they fucking ransack leave. the place. Already. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I make it sound like our house is horrible it's not horrible it's just we got fucking this we have no organizing skills this bad this new studio is like the most organized thing we've ever done i was gonna say the studio looks as far as the house thank you studio looks great as as does yours oh thank you we're uh we're sucking each other's dick right now yeah yeah uh, Mm. but here's the uh (laughs) like a candy cane um the the (laughs) The difference is if the camera panned anywhere else in here, you see a construction site. But right. we saw on uh, our YouTube, youtube.com slash mind of the meanie, we saw 
uh, a nice tour of your studio and it does not look like a construction site. Every inch of that place is being utilized for something. And yes. it's, it's really, really cool. It's a, it's a, it's a multifunctional room. Uh, this used to be my mom's room before uh, she moved in with my sister. And uh, when she moved out, it was just kind of a room where we, we kept stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, I just started back in mom's room, you know, cause like her, the only thing left was like her bed, you right. know, she had taken everything else, so I was just like, eh, let's put shit back there. And then we were, con- like, for, like, the last couple of years, we were contemplating moving back here. And then, because, um, like, like I've, I've said before, my fucking neighbors out front, like, they're a bunch of fucking chatty Cathy's. They don't, sure. They don't care if it's 7 a.m. Hey, hon, how are you doing? <laughs> ah, shut the fuck up, man. Um <laughs> So I was like, ah, oh, let's move to the back room, right? Yeah. And uh, this, uh, what facilitated, I mean, besides the podcast, podcast facilitated a lot of it too. We were getting a new bed. My friend gave me a, a, a brand new bed. I have a friend, he's this Italian dude. He, he gives me food and furniture all the time. That's Hey, you need a couch. That's hey, the f- you need That's the friend you want to have. Yeah. Hey, you need a new bed? And we got like a, we had a king-size bed, which... I had since 1999. Uh, you know, when I was in ECW, I, I was sleep basically. I basically slept slept on a mattress that was on uh, those plastic milk crates. Ah. You know, the, the poor man's basketball hoop. Yeah. you know thing. <laughs> uh, that you know, you know, you see in Hoosiers or something. I had the, those uh, were growing up. Those were like my like toy bins that we yeah. had. Yeah, those things were perfect. Uh, I had a mattress on that, and which perfect because I had all my VHS in it. So, ah, uh, let me see. Well, I want to watch the wrestling. Lift up the bed and pull out a VC, uh, VHS <laughs> tape. But dude, that bed was going to shit. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I was like, well, I was like, you know, if I ever start making money, I'm going to treat myself to a fucking king size bed. And uh, lo and behold, signed with WWE. We moved to a, a new house. Instead of taking that shit with me, I let you know I threw it out. I was like, I ordered a new bed, new furniture set, and stuff like that. So when I moved into this house from that house, the fucking staircase is like a motherfucker. It's like me and this my, my one buddy back in like I moved in this house in two thousand two, and we tried to get that motherfucker up the steps, and I felt it was just like. Whole, like it was, it, I, we basically had to fold the mattress in half and try to sandwich it up. So that's kind of been the conundrum of why I've never had a new bed in mm-hmm. almost 20 years. But then my friend was like, hey, you want a new bed? And the bed we, we had before we got this new one, uh, it was basically like my side of the bed was like sleeping in a gully. Like I <laughs> just like a permanent indentation in the fucking mattress. So like when I would get up, to uh, leave for today, Mrs. Meany roll over. She would accidentally roll onto my side of the bed. It was like going down a fucking mountain, you know. Jeez. Just ah! she was like the girl in Little House of the Prairie rolling down the hill. <laughs> oh, what the fuck, man! So uh, my buddy was like, "Hey, you want to get a you want a new bed?" And this thing is like a piece of fucking. It's like a ring. It's like a fucking steel frame. <laughs> it's like. Like, I, I could never have thought of getting this bed, but he sent me a photo. I was like, fuck yeah. So uh, I was like, dude, we're getting a new bed. Do you want to, instead of 
you know, uh, you know, we've always been, always been dreaming of moving to the back room. Just move that son of a bitch right into the back room. We'll make this our new bedroom. And then, sure. we, like, when it came to do the, uh, you know, the measuring and shit, we're like, dude, if we put that bed in this room, it would be the only thing in this fucking room. <laughs> so we're like, you know what? We'll stay up front. Uh, and then Mrs. Meany, uh, to her credit, man, she uh, reupholstered mom's bed. Mom, you know, towards the, uh, you know, her later years, like, she had arthritis and stuff, and she would, mm-hmm. like, have a cup of coffee. And, like, she, her hands would shake, and, like, sometimes the coffee would spill and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Meany went and got, like, this uh, new fabric, reupholstered the box spring, and, you know, we gimmicked the mattress. And I, you know, and she actually, Mrs. Meany went through the here and cleaned the carpets by hand. Oh, she She got the stuff you just spray, got all the fucking uh, remnants of it, Mama Meany's coffee spills out of here. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and then we got a nice little throw rug. Um, but, yeah, this room is awesome. Uh, we, we, we finally start hanging up art and sant posters we had from over the years. And uh, it's still not done. We, we still want to hang, like, uh, like in front of me, there's a, I got a, we got a Pearl Jam poster from the last show at the Spectrum that we went to. She has a uh, signed photo from the Kyoto Brothers who did uh, Killer Clowns in Outer Space. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, as uh, Mr. Slichter was kind enough to send me an Andre the Giant uh, poster that I'm gonna, I'd need to get a frame for. Oh wow! Yeah, so yeah, you because know, I'm Andre Mark, so uh, we're gonna turn like these other walls into like art installations of some sort. You know, though this room's definitely gonna be, have like a yin a yang or whatever, because you know Mrs. Meanie's sides over here this is my podcasting space that wall will be joint uh you know the wall in front of me will be joint like artwork and stuff like that with the tv we got a roku stereo it's just a a nice hangout room we've been hanging out here like uh at the end of the day we'll uh come upstairs change into our uh, pajamas and this uh like last night we watched a couple documentaries and stuff like that and, or watch uh christmas vacation we watched that <laughs> last night too oh nice so. yeah i mean that that's that's the nice thing about having that that space is what i'm so excited for for whenever this freaking thing finally gets finished in my basement here yeah. in the studio because for the last no five intended. years what's that no pun intended. Yeah. Um, for, the, for the last five plus years, um, like five and a half years or so, my home office has been off of my bedroom. So yeah. then when you look at the last six months, I've been sharing that with my newborn son. And it's all, there's never, you know, the kids, like you remember the episode where Fucking my daughter kids. moved in. And uh, where she just came into the uh, into the room uh, while yeah. we're while we're recording and just, you know, so it'll be cute, though. It was it was, but it'll be, you know, yeah. it was cute while we were doing our show. But if it were to happen while I was doing like the like the fight and focuses or something right. live and I'm, I'm covering some boxing thing I don't know shit about, you know, and, uh, you know, so uh, which I just did. Uh, I'll, two days ago, I'll slip. I'll slip our fiver to run in the room and go. Boxing's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Boxing's a work. Uh, work. <laughs> they played. Uh, um. So hey. So late. So a uh, little inside yes. baseball that we like to do later today. Um. When we finish this, Meanie, we will be uh, 
sitting down with uh, with Joel Gertner and recording. Well, well, well. Well, 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 indeed. Uh, I don't know if he's prepared an intro for himself. Um, I don't know. I don't want to put well, him on the I spot. Should I text him? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to put him on the well, spot, but, you know. Well, sometimes, like, some wrestlers work better under yeah. pressure on the fly. Because that's why, like, I, I, you know, that's why I say when uh, let's do Ask Me Any Anything, I don't want to know the questions in advance. Yeah. Because I want to go, I want to give my honest, off-the-cuff impression where it's going to be a little bit different with This Is Extreme. It'll be a little bit more like Conrad, mm-hmm. where there's uh, prepared <laughs> gimmicks. Yeah, no, and it is. And, I mean, I've got, uh, I want to say. Not that I'm not slagging what we do. Uh, it's two different beasts. No, it, it's, there's nothing I wrong. I like this to be the, you know, off the cuff. Improv versus scripted. There's no, like, oh, one's better than the other. They're different. Oh, and I think what yeah. we do here is basically more improv in that regard. We have a very loose idea to absolutely no idea what we're going to talk <laughs> about. But it's easy. It's the same. You know, people don't need a script if you bump into somebody on the street and, uh, you know, pre-pandemic, and you say to them, hey, how's everything? How, how, how was your day today? Like, you don't need a right. script for that. You're just talking, and that's what this show is. But, uh, yeah, that one, I've got, uh, I want to say 19, I whittled it down to 19 pages of notes. So, um, yeah, it's, which sounds a lot worse than it really is. Um, Sounds like fucking homework to me. uh, You know what? It was, (laughs) but I got to tell you, if you had given me this homework back in school uh, and said your homework is to watch Barely Legal and take notes and come up with questions to ask the Blue Meanie and Joel Gartner. That is the type of homework I think I would have aced. So I, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I, it. Going through and doing the research allowed me to come up with a bunch of questions that I maybe otherwise wouldn't have thought of. And in in very in traditional you know uh, ad free shows and Conrad world uh, way, we're we're taking a look back at the observer and our good our good friend dave Meltzer. um yeah and got the corduroys yeah i would describe it more got the stonewash <laughs> i would describe it more as uh if bruce was reading from the observer as opposed to conrad the guy who yeah. doesn't necessarily uh enjoy that type of uh you know there, let's put it this way there are plenty of things that were quote unquote reported that were absolutely yeah. not true. And not just because it's like, oh, someone told him. It was like straight up, like, I'll give you all, you know, it's mine to the meanie. You can get a little peek behind the curtain a few weeks in advance. Um, you know, there's one part Meltzer talks about how the lighting was terrible. The lighting had never changed. It was because somebody, it, it, because uh, uh, Shane Douglas came out with a smoke machine. And right. it kind of fogged up, which happens all the time, especially in the Attitude Era. It used to happen from the pyro and stuff. But to report, oh, the lighting was really bad. No, the lighting wasn't bad. The lighting was exactly what it was the entire time. So anyway, we have some fun with that. Uh, but I'm excited for it. I'm really, I'm like, dude, same I'm here. Pumped and energized, and I got a yeah. much nicer camera for that. Uh, screw these Patreon people. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we love you. Um, well, you, you you have this camera because you were doing the uh, the stuff for Fight TV and, and doing yeah, this interviews is the, and the, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, this is the camera that we were using for Fight, um, and uh, this is the uh, camera that we've I kind of what's up? 
we've kind we've kind of inspired each other to up each other's game. Oh yeah, uh, in a in a way uh, with our stu- uh, our home studios and stuff like that. Yeah, where uh, you know, and that's a good thing. Uh, the the big difference like, between what we're going to be doing then with uh, for ad free shows and what we do here, even though they're both video. Um, and I will eventually switch to that nice camera once I have, once I'm not working off of a battery, but, uh, but one of the things like, for instance, with here, I wear these big comfy headphones. When we do the other thing, I'm going to have my little like earpiece that I have when I do, um, the stuff for fight because we're doing an audio podcast now. And if you are one of our beloved Patreon members, you get to watch us do an audio podcast, whereas, for ad-free shows for that was extreme. We're actually doing a video broadcast um, where I believe you will eventually be able to download the audio from it. So it's a different, yeah, it's a di- yeah. the mindset. For instance, I'll be wearing my, my suit and my custom tie. It's a different thing, much like when we change things up uh, to do the video version on our YouTube channel when we hit 500 subscribers, you know, um, which, which... Reminds me, Meanie. Yes. Uh, we did it. We broke a thousand. Yeah. We Thank you to currently everybody. have. Uh, uh, let all of you know, one thousand and forty-four subscribers. So we blew past it um, yeah. since last we week it. when we when we begged and pleaded uh, for people to to subscribe. Please like us. Um. So yeah, uh, man. So. So excited about that. Um, That's very cool. Yeah, really, really happy uh, to have so many people on board, to know that so many people are uh, getting what we're putting out there, like the the Mrs. Meanie run-ins, which is a brand new one uh, with Mrs. Meanie, kind of doing an introduction, uh, Crystals for Beginners, um, which is super cool. Um, Crystals have always, never really been into the, I've never really knew about, crystals in that regard like you know people have like meanings to them or things like that right but crystals in general visually have always just like blown my mind like i always look at them just like dude like what else is going on inside of things like if that's what's going on inside a rock like you know what's going on inside the telephone pole you know this this is going to sound like crazy pro wrestler making shit up stuff which you know pro wrestlers are prone to do sometimes uh, but there is something to these the, the crystals and rocks and stuff like that because, uh, like, one time she bought, like, this this piece. I'm not even going to try to sound. I can't even pronounce Lagavulin. I ain't going to try to pronounce whatever the fuck that her thing was. But she puts up next to our bed, and, like, I went to sleep that night, and my dreams were, like, super-duper fucking, like, realistic. Man. I was like, man, I fucking really dreamt. And she's like, oh. Maybe because, and she's like, oh, she held up the thing. I went, oh, yeah. Maybe there's something to it. I mean, and it absolutely was 50-50. It could have been the crystals. could have been the shit she put in your drink. You know, like it could have been either of those. And that's what was. Of course, I'm failing now, but I usually, I'm looking through my pockets here. I usually carry a thumbstone too. What are you you digging for in there? Hold on. Um, that's the new one, right? That's the new one. <laughs> uh, if 
for people who missed last week's episode, if you didn't stick through the credits, there was yeah. a, a little phone call with my yeah. boy Donnie. Great. Yeah, great point. I'm glad you brought that up because um, I, I feel like there are a decent amount of people, and no offense to us or to them, like who probably, yeah. when you hear me doing the join us again next Monday for another trip, are probably like, okay, I don't need to listen. Stop for the, yeah, I can stop here. Um, but uh, no, we, we went to a... Uh, a phone call with uh, with Donnie, and well, uh, I well, we I called an audible because mm-hmm. remember I was trying last week I miserably failed at trying to pronounce Lagavulin. Uh, I was calling for streak, streak continues. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I never I never fail. That train's never late. <laughs> uh, but like I texted him live during the show. I was like, "Hey man, you want to hop on real quick?" And as we finished, he got back. I was like, "Oh shit, I just got this." I was like. Fuck it. That's just be a, like my favorite part of the movies is like when they put a PS after the credits, mm-hmm. like in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I was like, why are you still here? You yeah. know, kind of thing. So I was like, fuck, let's have our own little PS. So after the uh, MLW day sounder, uh, goodbye, the, you know, the ticket home sounder, mm-hmm. uh, we we called Donnie on the fly. And uh, God, it was like, like a three or four minute call, but it was still pretty cool. And... Uh, <laughs> Somebody said, uh, "Did you get a hold of this?" I was like, "Oh, did you hear this?" And then hit that, you know, uh, hit that again. Hit share, that again. share that again. <laughs> that was one. That was not edited together. <laughs> that was. <laughs> oh man! I mean, uh, oh, well, one, one more time. I just added the first one onto the end there, but dude, these are, I gotta be honest with you. That's Peter Griffin, man. What's funnier than a fart? Another (laughs) fart. (laughs) I gotta tell you, I, I didn't, I never prior to the first time I heard you fart, I never imagined what your farts would sound like. It was not something that ever crossed my mind. Yeah. However, after hearing your farts, this is not what I thought they'd say. Like, I just expected you to have so much more... Uh, bass. Bass, yes. Um, much more like the Walmart uh, sound. Um, oh, Travis geez. says oh, uh, that sounded like it must have hurt. Um, but again, I would like to dissect this for a minute if we could. Here, we got the... <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so the first part there, you're shitting yourself. That's, that's, a, that's a, a pants changer. And then... Yeah. The one at the end was just kind of like, a, oh, we're all done. Nope. Hey, I'm still here. I'm still here. And then just, it's that like last little, like when ducks are crossing the street and that last little one comes running up behind, you know, that's basically what that was. Yeah. This is the Walmart fart. That's what I expect. Well, but you know what? Hey, I want to know what your other one sounds like mixed in with. Um, uh, uh, hold on a count of three. Yep. I'll do, uh, uh, are you going to hit first or me? Uh, I'll hit first. Okay. One, two, three, hit. (laughs) Funny thing is, I got one in the fucking gorilla position. (laughs) Uh, Just for those keeping track, I'm 37, Meanie's 47, and this is a professional podcast. Semi. (laughs) Semi. Everyone watching live paid for this. Yeah. Oh, well, then. Ask, yeah. ask yourselves, what are you doing? Oh, God. 
Call that one the uh, squeaky door. I work my farts like fucking Eddie Van Halen works a fucking whammy bar on the guitar. <laughs> That's the secret. You know, you, you start upright as the fart, <laughs> but as you bend, it, it, it manipulates the hole. Oh. Kind of like, you know, when, you know, Pee Wee Herman plays the, the fucking balloon. Yeah. Like, what you do yeah. is fucking stretch the old balloon knot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No pun. Yeah, you st- you're standing and did like halfway through, do like a little half squat, and then <laughs> you'll change the pitch and everything. It's fucking great. Dear God. Or what I do is I like I'll, I'll fucking put my forearms across my gut and lean over, like put like push it on the bagpipe, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my so. God. There's a science to it. There is, there is. And that's, I'm, yeah. you know, if nothing, you get to learn things here on Mind of the Me. Man, it fucking stinks. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, Travis says, I'm glad I woke up early this week, not holding anything back. Uh, yeah, well, welcome. This is what you've been missing. Um, hey, I do want to say thank you to um, Travis also congratulate us. Devin said something that, I'm going to be honest, I never thought about this and i don't know if this is entirely true but means a lot uh he said i think it's so impressive that josh is the first ad free shows host that isn't conrad that's a big deal congrats um i like so there are other people and thank you there are other people i know mance warner has his show there are tons of other people have their shows but i guess in this kind of uh format and this is the ECW answer to, you know, uh, what happened when in 83 weeks being WCW. and you Right. Know, this is uh, the ECW brand, you know? Yeah. Um, so uh, thank you. And shit, no pressure, I guess, right? Uh, Fuck me. <laughs> hadn't thought, yeah. <laughs> hadn't thought about that. Um, okay. So no, we're going we're to wrap this either. up early so I can do some uh, reviewing of my notes. <laughs> Yeah. No, you know what? I mean, there's other shows, but yeah. like uh, my one of my favorite things on there is the Sad News Bears. Oh, dude. You know, it's awesome. just, the, but that's just like a mishmash. Yeah. Of, like, that's like the uh, the whack pack getting together. So I think the thing uh, is not that I'm, they're the whack pack, but no, they had great, me on though. that show. They had me on that show, and I was a little intimidated because there's a lot of fucking funny people in that mm-hmm. room between the Casio kid and. You know everybody else, and just like holy shit, how am I going to fucking hang? You know, because it's a, it's a it's a pretty good group of ballbusters. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my yeah. invite. I felt like the, Dave Silva. Felt like, <laughs> hey, me and him uh, could do a show on like bathrooms we destroyed. We both fucking destroyed the fucking green room at uh, the last ever uh, Starcast. So you know, um, so much so that fucking Bruce put it over. <laughs> I mean. uh Conrad put it, he's like, oh, you know who fucking destroyed the bathroom at fucking Starcast? <laughs> the green room bathroom at Starcast? The blue meanie. And then that's, he went and told the story how I destroyed Jason Campbell's car, which inspired Meanie Tunes. Yeah. So, which in turn, but, Meanie Tunes inspired short stories of Swaggle over on Ad yeah. Free Shows. So this has been a real give and take. There's been a relationship between you, Conrad, and your ass that has really um, blossomed. <laughs> I hear Con- I want to hear Conrad fart, man. Man. I'm sure he, yeah. Oh, he could clear a room. I have no question. Yeah, he, he's too much. He's he's a gentleman. Yeah. Is it, Maybe. Uh, 
His is, I think, uh, like George Carlin said, it's the fart that would end a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, him and Megan seem to be going strong, so I guess he, <laughs> I guess he has his. Uh, this is good. Let's talk about Conrad farting a little bit more before our first episode on his network has aired. Um, <laughs> that's that's good. Um, Devin pointed out that all those other shows we we're talking about are behind the paywall. Um, so if this is free, oh. I'm the first. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it is free because I guess Conrad looked at it and said, well, no one's paying for this shit. Um, <laughs> no, and, uh, that is no not pun true. Intended. Um, no, we're, no, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad we're not behind the paywall yes. or our pod squad. I'm, uh, I'm glad for the, the pod squad, but also because a, um, it, it means so much to us that Conrad actually saw this as something. Let's put this out for everyone to see as a way yeah. to draw people, hopefully, to ad free yeah. shows. And that really, mm-hmm. you know, all kidding aside, that's something that I think to both of us really meant a lot because here's a guy saying, we'd like to put your brand of entertainment out there to yeah. encourage people to check out the rest it means of what a we lot, have to man. offer. Yeah, that's really, yeah. um, you getting nervous yet about, <laughs> about doing this? Cause I'm starting to, no, it's gonna be so much fun. Nah, and then you add Gertner dude. into the mix. And that's something I'm so excited for because you and I, uh, I think we have a proven track record of just being able to make each other laugh with fart jokes and do whatever. And yeah. uh, but bringing we have, a, in, we have a rapport. We have a rapport, and I mean, you and Joel have a, a long friendship and rapport, and many a, yeah. a long car ride. Uh, and Joel and I, he was a guest on my show once, and then he and I did commentary for uh, Go Professional Wrestling for their show. Yeah, um, and that's the only time Joel and I ever got to work together. Um, and it uh, was a blast. Both times, I, I just felt like we had just instant. That's the blast. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, we had instant, instant chemistry. So I'm really excited to see. Um, Dude, I'm ex- you should hear Joel fart. What? You should hear, you should hear Joel fart. His has got to be deep. It sounds like a fucking uh, English bulldog gargling. <laughs> So I'm going to out one of my friends. Uh, I'm not going to not going to call Calvin by his name because I don't want to embarrass him. Right. Um, Why would you do that? No, because then people would be like, oh, he's obviously talking about Calvin Tan, the guy who goes around with him and does, you know, all of his video work, you know, when it's no pandemic. So I'm not going to embarrass Calvin like that. So Why I have would a random you out Calvin like that. I mean, like we, we would never put his name out there. Like no, that. I'm not going to come out and be like, oh, my story is about Calvin Tan. No, I'm not going to do that to him. I'm just going to say simply my friend, uh, a friend of mine. So right. um, no, nobody would know. So nobody will know. Because we haven't said his name. No, between you and me, it is. I'm talking about Calvin. But okay. But then, okay, but we won't tell anybody else. But no, Calvin, uh, uh, damn, sorry, crap. Uh, uh, my friend, he has had. You fucked up. That, you fucked up. <laughs> that guy has uh, a fart that has, every fart has sounded the same since I can at least say back in uh, 1999. And it's always, let me wet the whistle. Or farting like it's nine. 1999. It's always just this. That's yeah. it. Every time. Always the same. And you have to remember, he and I, I mean, we went through. This whole fart is my finishing act. It's just... <laughs> no, it is dun, just every dun, time. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, but that's it. it it's the dude will. Uh, it's the same damn sound, the same 
pitch, the same everything since 99. And he and I had years in college where, I mean, God, we saw each other almost every single day for like four years straight. And that man never, it never was a different sound other than, and that when was he farts it. Through people, when he farts through people, yell, Happy New Year! <laughs> like, they think it's a quirk. Just, yeah, so that's it. And, uh... Merry New Year! Yeah. <laughs> uh, another friend of mine God who, bless him, I'm though. not gonna say his name, because then, of course, you know, Matt Mangle will get embarrassed, but he just, man, he could let one. We would do long car trips, and his was more like, like, kind of like the, uh... And then he'd hit you with the uh, pick it up at the end, which I'm not sure what that means. But, um, yeah, so I've been surrounded by, by uh, uh, gas for a very long time. Um, Mrs. Meany's been playing uh, Gears of War or something like that. Something like that. But she has a horse in the game, and there's an option where you can make your horse take a shit. <laughs> and you just hit the button, and the guy goes, out with it. <laughs> and a horse starts shit. All right, out with it. And boop, boop, boop. wow, yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I so. giggle like a little fucking infant. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, dude, farts are funny. Yeah, and yeah, but you would you would never embarrass Matt Mangle like that. No, you know, Adam not gonna do that. No, this, is a, this is a man. He's got children. Come on, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want them back listening to this one day and. And knowing that he used to uh, blow up our cars and uh, made uh... <laughs> so one time, <laughs> yes. All right, so my <laughs> this one time in band camp. So an old uh, a uh, uh, friend of ours um, named Biz um, Bismod is his name. We called him Biz. So he had okay. a girlfriend back in the day that Matt was not a big uh, fan of. Okay. So Biz is driving. His girlfriend's in the passenger seat. Matt's in the back. And Matt is just lighting that that back seat up. He is just, but they're silent. So he is just doing this to try and, like, take they're her silent out. Because you know there's a fucking... Uh there's a fucking log in there as a fucking silencer. Just- yeah, but no, this is an intent... This is an... <laughs> this is an intentional uh, thing that resulted in, I believe, them having to pull over for her to uh, either gag or I don't believe true vomit made its appearance. Um, but, yeah, that was the thing. He, uh, he smoked her out. And, uh, and that well, was smoke that. him out. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was a slobber knocker. Um, but Dude, uh, send me over to Afghanistan. Fucking, I would have smoked out of fucking Bin Laden. <laughs> no more. No more. Just uh, I give up. You got me. You oh. got me. Me right. or, or it's gay. I'll go out and get Saddam, you know? <laughs> okay. Okay. Just, you yeah, got me. They dig a tiny little hole. You sit down on it, and that's it. <laughs> get them right out of their cave. Um, It'd be like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. And just, <clears throat> and just, oh, man. Uh, it's covered in soot afterward. Well, I guess. I surrender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. So what no else? Is, what else is on your mind, Meanie? It's, it's a hey. It's it's Christmas week. Um, it's ex- it, this is a, a you know the most wonderful time of the year in a year that is literally the worst year ever. Um, Dude, a fucking uh, 
fucking post office kind of fucked us. Oh yeah, that man. Did you did you dry for sure? They're doing terribly. Yeah. We're still waiting for uh, Hanukkah gifts for some of my kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Mrs. Meanie ordered mine, and she's looking at the tracking, and it's just like. You know, I saw there's a meme. Uh, stopped uh, looking at your tracking, and it's, it's in it's God's it, hands yeah. now, or something like that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and she's stressing out about that, and just uh, yeah, this is final Christmas week here, and uh, uh, luckily, I, some of mine came for hers, and she's stressing out over mine. But hey, I don't know. maybe this will help, uh, like the big box stores. Like, maybe people will get so pissed off and just be like, you know what? I need to make sure that these stores stick around because, yeah, Amazon will deliver it to my door the next day. But uh, I need to know that if something's getting sent by the post office. Although, look, the post office is so much trouble. Uh, and I'm, I'm rooting for the post office. Uh, Me too. Yeah. Um, because, A, they're the post office. Uh, and, right. B, uh, I may or may not own a post office So in my shoot job. So, oh. I do. I own a, uh, I own a building um, that is leased to a post office. So kind of hoping they get their shit together because not, <laughs> not looking to, uh, to release that anytime soon. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it, is, it is such a cluster, though. And, and look, I mean, between the holidays, it's always rough in the holidays. Always. Yeah. And now the freaking But pandemic. now that, no, no, yeah, now that everybody's homebound. Yeah. So you've got like, 10 times more people because the things that they're ordering, I think people are just ordering more things. I know with our kids, there were so many times where we're like, should we get this? Should we get that? And it's like, fuck it. This year's been such shit. Get both of them. You know, like that's yeah. what we did. I mean, we did that for us. We did that for like our, our nieces and nephews and stuff. Like where we were just like, just throw an extra something on here. This has been a rough, a rough year for everybody. And, and I think that that's going on across the board and it's just, you know, man, I, I, and one thing meanie that I want to, I hope people get this. And I've seen a lot of people like post about this. I mean, I know we all get this in our, you know, what I'm saying is when the ball drops uh, and it becomes (laughs) 2021, yeah. You know it's still going to suck as bad as it did on December 31st, right? Yeah, and I that's think the, people, yeah. like even WWE recently put out a, a thing of, uh, it's kind of funny actually, it was uh, Drew McIntyre beating up 2020. Yeah. Um, and then like 2021 comes in and like makes the save and like finishes finishes off 2020. And it's like, that's really fun and that's, that's cool. And I'm hoping the bulk of the year we're going to look nice back and dream. go, what's that? Yeah. It's a nice dream to have. Yeah, but I'm hoping when we look at the at the bulk of 2021 at the end of the year, we look at it and we go, man, this is so much, this was such a better year than 2020 was. But yeah. that first quarter to half is not going to be good and in fact could end up being worse than some parts of 2020. And I hope people... Aren't just like well, shit. It's an it's a new you know it's a new year. Yes, it is. Uh, you know, and yeah. now we can uh, we can all just run around without our masks, yeah. and you know, it, it doesn't seem. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I I don't know what I'm saying. Well, so it's not like you know uh, the ball drops and then uh, you know somebody comes in this you know, squeegees off the fucking. Uh, the, the, the palette, and then, you know, you start fresh. It's Can I take you back through that comment for a second there? 
The ball drops, someone comes, and then squeezes off the pallet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just... Yeah. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> just, I, I needed that Sometimes to Sometimes you got to squeegee minute. off the pallet. <laughs> oh, man. Can I just... I'm just going to save that audio for when my kids are old enough for the, uh, the birds and the bees talk. Well, basically, the ball drops, <laughs> someone comes... And then you just squeegee off the pallet. And, uh, yeah. And then you and, roll over and uh, yeah. take a nap. <laughs> or have a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. uh, some Maybe you had the sandwich before. <laughs> In the middle. Or, dur- or during. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, roll mid, mid Mid-coital uh, <laughs> sandwich. Slichter, do not make that shirt. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't need that heat. Oh. Hey, you know what I didn't have this morning? Uh, coffee. Coitus. But you know oh, what I did? Uh. <laughs> that too. Uh, but you know what? Uh, oh, you're married. Yeah. No, I'm married. Instead, I was woken up to, uh, I don't even remember which kid it was that came into my room at, at 6 a.m. and just asked if they, oh, it was my daughter, comes in the room 6 a.m., wakes me up, in turn wakes my wife up, in turn wakes our youngest son up. Uh, just to ask uh, for both a hug, which was very sweet, and then uh, can I play in my room? And this is like the 15th day in a row that we've been like, play in your room. When you wake up, have at it. Go play in your room. Don't wake us up at 6 a.m., especially when your little brother just went to sleep at 5.30 because he was up for an hour from 4.30 to 5.30. Anyway... Mm. Hopefully that's going to change. He just started. Oh, have kids. Yeah. <laughs> have kids, they say. Yeah. Uh, my, no, oh, my sister used to go. My sister used to say that to uh, me and Trace. Oh, when you have Never. <laughs> you know what's funny? Never. My, uh, my, so my I'll daughter. rent them. I'll rent them from you. I'll my, wind them up and I'll give them right back. Yep. My daughter. So I'm, I'm crazy Uncle Meanie. My daughter asked if you and Mrs. Meanie. She actually asked. She said, uh, does the, do the Meanies have kids? And I said, no. I said, they don't. And she goes, oh. She's like, are you sure? Uh, uh, Blue Meanie and Mrs. Meanie, they don't? And um, so I said that. I was like, well, uh, have you been looking at uh, IMDb or Wikipedia? Because, uh, you know, but. Um, oh, me and Shanna Jarvis. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, so I explained to her. I said, Meanie has one from a previous relationship he never had. And uh, um, I, no. actually here, world exclusive. Uh, for just for our Patreon folks, here's a photo of my kids. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is an audio forum. Do we tell everyone what it is or do we make them sign up for you at can. least a month of Patreon? <laughs> yeah. This, this is a photo of my children. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I would imagine, though, wouldn't that... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> More kids are on the way. <laughs> Gee, Ren. So are those... <laughs> So, um, oh, Mr. Stinky. So, is is uh, 
are those your kids or is that who you're impregnating? And then those little tiny travel packs come out as you're. Yeah. That's some in my beard. Oh God. A little bit in your mustache too. Yeah. Yeah. I know how you hate those. Yeah. Going full circle back to episode one there. Hey, can I crack my, uh, my drink open here? I've got the aha black cherry coffee. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Kind of sticking with the theme here because it's kind of Christmassy. Okay. I got this one when uh, we were at your Wegmans. Uh, Mrs. Meanie got it for shits and giggles. Dude, how many did you get on that one trip? <laughs> uh, this is bipolar. Not bipolar. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not laughing at, at, no. at, at bipolar disorder. I am no. laughing at the idea of your seltzer being bipolar. Yeah, it's weird. It's Depending uh, on where you put it, it's either hot or cold. You know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's that time of the month. Oh, um, seriously though, uh, it's by the brand <laughs> called Polar uh, Seltzer. <laughs> Dude, my fucking seltzer so bipolar. <laughs> I uh, seriously cannot stress enough how seriously we take mental health. This is not yeah. a no. This is not a nag on on uh, on being. It was just an unfortunate phrasing. Yes, because I was le- being legit. You know. I, yes. No. I. That's why it was this funny. This company called this company called Polar made this beverage, which I'm about to drink. Yeah. It's a seltzer called let's see, Yeti Mischief. Oh, the fucking Yeti. The Yeti. But uh, it's supposed to taste like a like a Christmas tree. So it's like piney or something like that. So I figured, hey, it's Christmas, pine trees, whatever. Want you ever uh, you ever seen video of when the Yeti attacked me? <laughs> yeah, well, you I, were you were there. Like, <laughs> I was standing like twenty feet from yeah. me. I was like, what the fuck? I was, I was just sitting there between a couple of ding dongs, and the Yeti attacked me. That son of a bitch. Um, and this show's going to hell. And then later on. He attacked me again. <laughs> so yes, too fun. You want to crack this? Table? Yeah, let's uh, let's do it. Here we go. Three <laughs> on three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Delicious. Oh. This has that been motherfucker made me spray. Oh, oh god, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like a fucking uh, Christmas tree. It's pretty good. Yeah, you know, I don't know because my Christmas tree is uh, it's it's not real, so yeah. I uh, yeah. it just tastes like plastic. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So as is ours. Uh, I, really dug it because there's needles everywhere and yeah you know no listen we've had the same tree for five years now and every year we take it out um my wife commented last night that it wasn't properly fluffed and i said well you're the fluffer in this in this relationship and uh and then i slept on the couch but um (laughs) no uh but uh yeah apparently the tree needs to be it does because it folds up you need to fluff it it out, but yeah. and especially you read these things online where people are like, make sure to check. You know these little things here; they're actually going to release bugs all into your home. I'm like, the fuck? What do you need that for? No, 
And then you see people, yeah, you they're like you're cutting down the real trees and they're bringing them in. And it's like, it's like, oh, but nothing beats a real tree. And it's like, I'm sure. But you know what does beat bugs infesting your house? A plastic tree. So, yeah. so just pre-lit. fluff it up. Yeah. Fluff it up. Uh, dangle, dangle the balls. And, yeah. And, um, Jingle them. Uh, yeah. Hey, so uh, go First birds. Are we still do- Is go birds yeah, I, still I, a I, thing? I, I took the sound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're playing the, the Cardinals tomorrow. That's going to be a good game, I think, though. Yeah, I mean, hey, the Eagles won uh, last week. Yeah. Um, so that was new, but uh, the Cardinals actually are... Did my, I actually did my uh, Eagles Meanies Birds uh, recap for the uh, Brawl Network after a win. It was the first positive Which, experience. It might have been, yeah. Me, Giovanni, and Connor over there on the fight, uh, the Eagles Brawl. I'm I'm confusing my uh, podcast host. You're on the Fight Network. Yeah. He's on the Brawl Network. Well, you're also on Fight for alternative commentary. Yeah, yeah, but, but it, it was but cool. only quarterly. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got our nice self a nice little uh, quarterback controversy here in Philly, which is yeah, par, oh, par for the course. Philly's always had one. Uh, oh, of course. I know some of our some some of our listeners are from elsewhere and might not give a shit, but <clears throat> indulge me for a second <clears throat> if you can indulge my farts. Uh, uh, yeah, as long as I can remember, there's always been some kind of quarterback controversy where whether it was Cunningham replacing uh, Jaworski and mm-hmm. then and then uh, everybody wanted Mike McMahon from the Bears to replace Cunningham and then Cunningham eventually getting replaced by Rodney Pete and then we had a couple iffy years there and then we got Donovan and then like... McNabb used to, dude, he used to piss me off. There's one, he always, he would always like smile. Yeah. Smile when he would, when he would fuck up. Right. He would give this smile that to me read as, well, I still get my millions. Like, and I'm like, hey, fuck you. Cause I just gave some time to watch this game and, you know, I'd like you to, uh, to try. But, uh, yeah. That was the same way. Uh, it's just like he, you know, felt he would just you know, throw a ball that would kill a small family of worms into the <laughs> ground and just be like, you know, pat his chest and go, "Oh, my bad." Yep. Like, dude, fuck. Uh, and yeah, and then like, uh, like we he, know he was it was your bad. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, uh, Donovan. Uh, and then like every other year, like it seemed like uh. He had an injury, and then like you know, the second everybody's like, "Oh, AJ Phil, he's got to replace him," or you know, eventually, and then eventually, I, I rem- yeah. I remember having a conversation with a, a buddy of mine, and yeah, where I'm just like, "Fucking McNabb," I'm like, "Dude, he just sucks," and he was like, "He doesn't suck. He's the great, you know, the best." At, like this, that, and he starts reading off stats, and he's like, "The best in the in the league at this and all that," and I'm like, "Yeah," I'm like, "I get that on paper." But then when you go fuck up all the time, like, yeah. that's where I'm judging. So, for instance, we all know that, uh, that Wentz is, on paper, incredible. Yeah. But we, that's not what we've been seeing. So, yeah. you know, and that's kind of the thing. When you're looking at it, uh, you know, it's, it's how are you going to judge somebody? Yeah, you know. So, well, in, in some ways, they ha- the, the the organization has done him no favors. It's uh, fair. You know, he's uh, surrounded by a line that's constantly hurt or revolving, uh, and then you know, he he has the best season, which you know he went eleven and one, led to our Super Bowl, got injured, 
uh, which I was at that game. That was crazy. Uh, it's my fault. Um, and then uh, they win the Super Bowl, and then like he's got to uh, he comes back the next season, and the guy who won the Super Bowls his backup, and there's a, a statue to him outside the uh, the stadium. <laughs> so he goes down again, and then like you know this year they. You know, he finally gets to a playoff. You know, he he did great. I mean, they they sucked early last year, but there's no OTA. I mean, he didn't play in the preseason also. Right. But essentially, everybody was injured, and he basically took the practice squad to the playoffs. Now, you go to the playoffs, he gets knocked out uh, with a concussion. And here's where, you know, and then, like, you know, this draft, they, in the second round, they, you know, uh, drafted Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Which... It leads me to be. I've I've been saying this every week on the uh, Meanies uh, Bird recap show. I think he's still suffering from a uh, concussion. Yeah, I saw I think his I concussion saw that comment from you. I think his concussion. I strictly believe they drafted a quarterback in the second round because they knew the severity of his concussion, and it was a plan B. Uh, Howie Roseman, you know, would like to say, oh, well, you know, it's just because you know. He hates himself for missing Russell Wilson in, in the draft, you know, because the Eagles are notorious for passing on, you know, right. TK Metcalf and Russell Wilson. Oh, I wanted, I didn't want to pass up on a Russell Wilson type again. And I think they knew deep down the side there's something with the, uh, you know, Carson's concussion and uh, his uh, decision making and stuff like that because, you know, they put in Jalen Hurts for the last game and, uh, Seems like Doug Peterson's coaching for his job, where it's just like, "Hey, look, I'm calling the same plays, and this kid is doing it, and all that stuff." It's what? it's multifaceted. I mean, they can't know? have him out there if they think that there's, you know, residual well, well, effects the, from the from the concussion. Like they can't, all right. you know, that's but dangerous. It, oh, it is, but it's the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> and the, I guess look, if he passes the guy, all of their, you know. All yeah. their tests um, doesn't mean he's still not feeling effects. Yeah. So, uh, you know, well, dude, he's been sacked more than anybody this season. So he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's running from ghosts, you know, you know, the offensive line's not doing him any favors. You know, the fact that he's got another great quarterback over his shoulders, doing him no favor favors mentally. No, isn't he, he's like, uh, he's getting into Cunningham territory. For the yeah. sacks, right? Because, yeah, Cunningham was injured a lot, uh, and then you know, you know, Cunningham goes down. Mike McMahon from the Super Bowl winning Chicago Bears. <laughs> you know, he's got a Super Bowl winning quarterback yeah. as his backup, just like you know, Wentz had Foles, and then you know, uh, you know, the Eagles went and got Rodney Pete. You know, and then Rodney Pete became the successor to Cunningham, and then uh, him. Besides the fact that he married Holly Robinson, Pete, you know, and then I remember also Rodney, Pete, um, they were in the the uh, the Mean Street Posse, I believe, right? Is that <laughs> um, yeah, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, wrestling. Uh, that's what's going on with the uh, yeah wrestling. <laughs> uh, just like Pete Moss, uh, yeah. Uh, last, <laughs> if yeah. you hung around for the PS after the last week's show, yep. <laughs> um, you heard Pete Moss and my ass. Yep. Um, yeah, but that's what's going on. Uh, this week's game, I think, is going to be really good. Uh, 
because you know the, both quarterbacks are are similar, and uh, you know running uh, quarterbacks who can actually you know throw as well and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think it's going to be a, a exciting game. But well, I know I know I I I always want to see the Eagles win, but our division is such shit that I don't want to be like, oh, we're the best of the worst. But I don't want them to be the worst. You don't want to be the worst either. of the worst. Yeah. Right. But, you know, right now we're currently ready to take the fourth pick in the draft. But then, you know, yeah. everybody shits on Howie's picks. But everybody who leaves the Eagles goes somewhere else and they actually play good. Like Sidney Jones is, like, killing it, you know, you know, with the Jaguars and yeah. stuff like that. You know, how how is it all these you know players leave and they, they get better? You know, yeah, I, I feel like something's so not frustrating. Right. You something's know? not yeah, right uh, with the Eagles. It's a cacophony of uh, problems. Yeah. So, and that concludes our uh, football talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How's how's you get, your you music? Tune back in. <laughs> What's that? How's your music and your useless knowledge? Uh, yeah, uh, music. Uh, Have you been listening? Do you listen to to like Christmas music? Yeah, yeah. Who who's your uh, other than Trans Siberian Orchestra? I have to imagine you're listening to them, right? Oh, dude, me, Mrs. Meany has uh, on Mrs. Meany's social media, she put up a really cool uh, Christmas mix for Spotify. Mm. Uh, here's the thing: like, uh, this is our first time not traveling since we've been together ever for Christmas, and she would always make these awesome. Uh, Christmas songs. Uh, you know, some funny, some serious, some cover. I'm a big fan of cover tunes too. Sure, you know, and stuff like that. But uh, you know, there. <laughs> I don't even know if there's some I can't even really say. Like, uh, there's a, a uh, nah, I ain't even gonna talk about that one. But uh, you know, <laughs> well now I want to know. Uh, you know, there's a uh, Tiny Tim song. Mm. Uh, called uh, Santa Claus has, has Santa Claus has the AIDS this year. Oh my! And uh, they try to spell it off as like that dietary supplement from back in the day, A Y D S. <laughs> Do you remember that? That no, I don't. There was a diet su- supplement in the early eighties called AIDS, A Y D S. In the in the and, early eighties, I was mostly having formula and baby <laughs> food, but uh, yeah. Uh, so at 59 minutes, scratch this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. So there no, but a, there's like a lot of cool songs like that. Uh, Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins did, uh, he did a, a Christmas song, uh, uh Smashing Pumpkins did a Christmas song. There's so many cool different mm-hmm. Christmas tunes. Uh, I'm, I'm fucking brain farting here. Well, sure, yeah. Well, while you're farting, um, I, so I was pleasantly surprised, uh, yesterday on my, uh, Patreon app I got, um, cause I, I subscribed to Stephen Page from Bare Naked Ladies. And nice. so they have Bare Naked for the Holidays is an album they put out 15, 10, 15 years ago. I don't know when it, it was a long time ago. And I remember, I may have mentioned this once before. I remember being so let down because I saw the track listing long before the album came out. And I got that CD, kids. There was this thing. It was round. I got a CD, and I remember listening to it. And you get to, and I love Stephen Page's voice. I love the way he can harmonize and all that stuff. 
Yeah, he does a great song, uh, Bare Naked Ladies with Sarah McLaughlin. Yes, uh, which was recorded, I don't remember what concert it was. It was actually recorded backstage at a concert back in 96. Dude, um, I've been listening to that song a lot. Uh, Gotta Rescue You, Merry Gentlemen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which that's was amazing. So cool. And that's actually on the album, and it's weird. It like cuts off at the end, and I always wondered yeah. why, and I think it's because they just... They recorded it backstage. They were like, I think, just screwing around, and and that's how they got it. So they don't have like the full recording. But, um, but on the album, a lot of things like, for instance, Silent Night was just, uh, I think Silent Night was on, or maybe Oh Holy Night was on there. Whatever it was, they were all yeah instrumental. That was it. They were like little like instrumental things that were being played on like a keyboard, and it was I was so let down by it. But really? but well because. There was no singing. There was no, and it was, and there wasn't like, it was showing off the one, you know, the one guy uh, playing this stuff, but not the whole band. And but last night, Stephen Page posted. He's been doing these this uh, uh live like at home shows every week since the pandemic yeah, that's started. Awesome. And uh, he's off until until uh, New Year's. So he was like, but here's something for you in the meantime. And it was so cool. He recorded himself three times doing Silent Night and harmonizing with himself, playing a keyboard, a piano, and guitar. But he So he basically David Grohl'd it. You know? Yeah. Dave Grohl, that first Foo Fighters album mm-hmm. was uh, all Dave Grohl. But so what he did, but what was cool about it was because plenty of people do that in studio. They'll play their own, you know, multiple instruments and they'll harmonize with themselves or whatever. But he actually did a video. It's a three, it was split like three different videos. And obviously he recorded one first and was able to hear it while he was playing the next thing and then hear the next one. But he put together this like amazing performance of Silent Night. So I was so excited. I'm like, I've been waiting for this for well over a decade. This is so great. Um, and uh, you know, I haven't done any of his. He does Q and A's on his Patreon, and one awesome. of the, I, I've always been like, whenever I eventually attend one of his Q and A's, my question for him is going to be, why were those all instrumental? Like, what 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 was the mindset behind that? Because that was not they were yeah. not a band that ever released instrumental tracks, so yeah. it was so weird. But anyway, so that's uh, that's I'm my a big fan thing of instrumentals too. But when you got a guy who's got a voice like that. Why would you do that? Like, and nothing against them. They're a great band, but the instrumental was not, I mean, they've had some great sounding music, but this was very much like, uh, it sounded like electric drums and like, it, it wasn't oh, okay. good. It, it really, it sounded like one guy was playing it, like their, their uh, keyboardist was playing it and like doing everything, which was for that was cool, but not yeah. for, you know, but anyway, um, I think they still sold a few copies, so yeah, they're okay. Here's a song. Let me see. Uh, I've, I was uh, I'm trying to think of my buddy who fucking smart me up with this song, but it's really cool. Happy birthday, Jesus! It's kind of like a. Uh, I mean, if you're going to go, Barnica Ladies had that. It was a hidden track on their album where they sang "Happy Birthday to You," "Happy Birthday to You," "Happy Birthday, Dear Jesus," "Happy Birthday to well, You." Well, well, this is a little bit different. Let me see if this okay. is the same one. Let me. Uh, well, there's I try to look it up. Yeah, I try to look it up on cheek, YouTube. Like a little, you know. Yeah, let me see. Oh no, that's not it. Never mind. And we're officially kicked off YouTube. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this song was so good. Uh, it's like real folky type song, like acoustic guitar, and we have um, to figure out what like, it is. We'll post it in our uh, our social yeah, media. Yeah. Otherwise, so we don't Meany, get kicked my, off. Mrs. Meany might have, have to, it on her. While you played, she the might music. have it on her Spotify. But yeah. while you played the music, I was just gonna just do that over it, just again and again and again. Every single time. So then hopefully to throw them off a bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, hey, man, you know, this is the time of year. This music is so good. Um, you know what's terrible? January 1st. Like, right now, you've got snow. We got, And that's another thing, man. We, how was the, the snow? I'll cut off my whole story about how things get terrible in January. But how, how was the uh, snow for you in the city? Uh. Bless you. Yeah, thank you. A little seltzer kiss there. <clears throat> um, it's not bad. Not too bad. No? Uh, it sucked at first, but, uh, well, South Philly, snow in South Philly just sucks in general because they don't plow the small streets. Yeah. You know, you got to, you know, maybe know somebody to get your the whole street plowed. Yeah. So, uh, basically what you do is just drive up and down the street backwards and forwards and trying to make a little groove and stuff like that, but... Uh, it hasn't been too bad. Uh, I've actually been able to navigate our side street here. The main streets are clear because heavy traffic and sunlight actually yeah. hitting those streets. Like the sun doesn't touch the front of my house. So that's just going to be, that's going to be solid ice. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Hey, here's the, here's the fucking thing. To, like, like maybe once every like five years, they might come down our street with a plow and then somebody shovels their sidewalk and they throw the fucking snow right back out in the fucking street. Uh, I'm like, you, you fucking cunts. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got a fucking plow street and you're throwing uh, it out in the fucking middle of the fucking street, you fucking dickheads. Hey, did you hear the, uh, um, the pickup line in a snowstorm? No. Uh, hey, if you want to plow, I've got eight inches. I got eight inches if you measure from my asshole. <laughs> oh, what is, what is this episode today? What are we doing? I have no idea. This is great. I don't even. Good luck naming this one. Yeah, eight inches from my asshole. <laughs> great metal band. They toured with anal cunt. Eight inches from my asshole. I really, oh God, I really, we got to come up with something else, but I really do want to name the episode Eight Inches from My Asshole. Merry Christmas, <laughs> Eight Inches from My Asshole. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> if you want to plow, I've got eight inches. That can, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, and we can always just phone it in with Meanie Claws. But yeah. 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 Meanie we'll Claws parentheses. Eight inches from my yeah. asshole. Uh, <laughs> do you know when you want to be much further than eight inches from your asshole? What? <laughs> it's the second part of that. That, just, <laughs> it's oh, a, dude, I, that was the best I, part. I spit on my fucking laptop. Jesus Christ. I don't know what happened in there. And then, like, what was Because it just seems like it sounded like, it like you emptied bump. out. And then there was, like, I'm not understanding, did you, like, it seems like it had to have, like, gone out, come back in for a second, and then back out again. Like, listen, like, like, yeah. 
You know? It's like oh. there's a speed bump. It's yeah. like uh, it was, it's driving by uh, Toys R Us, and then, oh, I got to slow down. Okay, there we go. You know? I wonder if I can kind of do like a remix, like. <laughs> kind of. That sounded like Silent Night right there. <laughs> do, that, do that again. That sounded like. Silent... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That is Silent Night. <laughs> silent Night. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> Come here, kids. Oh, God. Oh, come here, kids. Oh, I'm so proud of myself that I was able to do that. See, kids, I'm a musician, and uh, wow, I'm not even going to ever try was, to do that again. That was Silent Night. Yep. Oh, I actually have tears coming down my face. Oh, uh, I laughed until I saw white. I saw my laughed so hard I saw my grandparents, and they're fucking dead. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, man! Oh okay. man. Okay, hey, welcome back, everybody. Hey, Grandma. Oh, Travis says just wow. My grandfather went, hey, oh, Buckalooey. Wow, that was. Uh, I'm definitely going to try to see if we can release that as a. <laughs> I think I just did. <laughs> I think I did. Uh... Dude, I used to. We're, we're familiar with the band Bonehead, right? Yes. They had a keyboard player, and he would. He had a fart sound effect on there and he could play songs to farts kind of like you know ferris bueller plays yeah. you know the song with coughs and i was like dude you gotta play he would like burp, burp, you know play fucking some classical music but in the tone of farts it was fucking amazing that that uh travis suggesting uh uh it was violent night um not so si- not so silent, silent that night. was silent but violent night that's what he wrote yeah. that's fantastic um so uh can we call the episode that silent but violent night yeah there There we go go. congratulations travis you just named our episode um no but the thing is it's one thing to have fart sounds right and to like play actual fart sounds that are you know on a specific key and all yeah but that man just worked beautifully um that was incredible We, we, we made magic that was well, you made one magic. of the greatest. Uh, when people go, it'd be like, what was one of the highlights of uh, the first 40 episodes of Mind of the Meanie? Well, it must be when we played Silent Night using nothing but pre-recorded sounds of Meanie's gas. Um, yeah. Dude, I, I hope, hopefully somebody takes that and just fucking makes a song. Yeah, I, like I'm going to say, guys, I don't have the time. But if any of you can rip that audio and go to town on turning that into a full silent night, I know I only got got you through like the like a verse and a half, but still, you know. Um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't round yon virgins. 
But uh, uh, it didn't seem like it was a place for mother and child. Um, I definitely sound like a virgin, man. I'm oh, God. Wow. That was, uh, that was something, like man. sound like uncorking a bottle of wine. Um, <laughs> hey, Calvin. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> Uh, Calvin's here. Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> um. I uh. God. I feel like we should go to commercial. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I don't know. Let's go to commercial here. When Let, we when recoup. we return, uh, maybe we'll a- we'll start asking Meanie anything. Why not? All right. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. If you want in on the best wrestling tees in the business, Homage has you covered. All the styling, profiling, limousine riding looks from the rings of yesterday and today in super soft fabric and comfortable fits you can't get enough of. Yeah, that's right, man. Uh, I've been a fan of Homage for years. I've been wearing their shirts for years. Everything from pro wrestling to pop culture. And... uh, Dude, I get so many reactions out, out and about in the wild when I'm wearing my Dusty Rhodes shirt or I'm wearing a I'm a Funker shirt or my old school ECW shirt. Homage makes shirts that are comfortable and stylish and definitely retro, which is the thing I've loved about them for years. Mind of the Meanie listeners, you can use the coupon code Meanie for 20% off your first purchase at homage.com. That's H-O-M-A-G-E.com. Thehomage.com. Freak out! Freak out! Freak out! And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, man. Nobody from Homage. I was going to say, that's what Homage pays for. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. Okay. Oh, my God. Homage is going to be, I don't know why, but this was the most talked about week. Uh, our, <laughs> our, num- our numbers are way People up. just keep listening again and again to that, to that ad read. Um, but in all seriousness, go to homage.com um, and use that promo code Meanie. Uh, they have such awesome stuff there. Uh, Their I, shirts are so comfortable, man. Yeah. Really, really great. I need to go back and, and order. I still haven't yet, but now that the holidays have come and gone, I am, well, they haven't come and gone. They're not even here yet. Um, well, some have left. Anyway, um, I got to get that Bret Hart uh, T-shirt, the one that I had the tank yes. top as a kid. Yes. But it's like the real old school one, so I got to get that. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, dude, this has, been, this has been a show. It's been a yeah. really good one. Um, My apologies good, good based on, oh. I mean, whatever. Um, yeah. Oh, so, uh, Meanie, anything else before we get into ask Meanie? Oh, my fucking cheeks hurt. Everything hurts. <laughs> I've, I got, I have a laugh headache. That's fucking insane right now. <laughs> hey, can we talk about it real quick? I just want to, as I was scrolling through yeah. just to see the ask Meanie, your, uh, Brian Rollins shirt. That is up oh. at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. Dude, Thank that's because you. you showed that on the podcast last week. Um, yeah. And that looks so cool. If, if, you, see, haven't, uh, if you haven't seen it, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. It, it's really, really. Uh, that was legit my first piece of merchandise ever. Yeah, it looks so uh, good. Um, yeah. 
Well, I, I'm fibbing there. It's my first uh, T-shirt ever. I, I had a uh, Zebra Kid trading card made back in the day. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I still have them, too. I, I was like, oh, awesome. I'll sell a million of these. Dude, if you still have them. I, I still have them. I'm telling you, so, our... Uh, I think some but, uh, of our pod squad would, would go for one of those. Yeah. I told well, my uh, wife, I'm like, hey, I think people might actually be interested in maybe like one or two of those uh, uh, So Says the Superstar shirts and uh, TWF shirts and everything. I'm like, I think they might. And she's like, you mean that we'd get that out of the house? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We're having a save his marriage sale. <laughs> um. Okay. SMS, save my, oh no. What? I was trying to do, it's the SOS, I was trying to do something for save my marriage, but it's SMM. Uh, I'm stupid. Okay, I don't know what happened there. But you know what, yeah. Manny, I think it's time to uh, ask Manny anything. Sound good? It, absolutely. It's time to ask Manny anything. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm going to have abs by time this fucking show goes. <laughs> Remember, we have another show to do when this is done. So, Holy shit. It's going to oh, start off. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm going to build up a whole library here. Have more episodes than fucking Time Life book. <laughs> more episodes. Fucking fuck. Oh my god. Okay. Uh... All right. Let's ask Meanie anything. This first one comes to us from Rai Rai Meow. Fifty one thirty. I don't know how you would pronounce this. Uh, this is the episode that's going to win us all those awards. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know what awards. All those Sherney Awards. Yeah, there's my Sherney Awards there. Hey, I'm recording Sherney Awards next week. Uh, should I? Um, I guess maybe I should give us an award. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, they write, if you could have won any belt during your runs, which... <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about you having the runs. <laughs> I have the fucking jogs. Uh, if you could have won slow, any like belt syrup. during your runs, which one would you pick and who would you have wanted to beat for it? That's pretty cool. So why don't we talk first about, let's say yeah. your run in WWE. Uh, oh, definitely. Well, I, I challenged her to a continental belt three times. Uh, a couple times with, uh, no, twice. I'm sorry. Uh, it might have been third, but definitely against Jeff Jarrett and once against the Godfather. Mm -hmm. I chance for dinner. To me, that was always my favorite belt. I mean, you always want to be world champion. You know, that's a given. But uh, the Intercontinental belt seemed to be the, the working man's belt, kind of, in a way. You know? Mm -hmm. um, definitely, I wish I could have done the hardcore title. I was going to say, how were you never the hardcore champion? In the clusterfuck of hardcore championship matches where everyone was winning them in... I hate myself for not pitching. I'm sure if I pitched it, they would have gave me a, a fucking run with it. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, I was in ECW, right? Yeah. 
Hey, give the ECW guy a run with the belt. Hey, how about during WrestleMania 15 in Philly where mm. there were like 15 different hardcore champions that night? Right. Yeah. I could, could have been part of the lineage. <sighs> could have been you know? a contender. I roomed with it once, but yeah, that's about it. <laughs> you didn't tell us that story? Well, no, Al was a hardcore champion, and we used to room, and the belt, you know, he would just put the belt out, and, you know, I would spoon with it. <laughs> and one more, one uh, early one morning, Al woke up uh, with you covering him in the bed, and uh, yeah. How referee, did John uh, Briscoe and get in here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, hey, man, it is Gerald Briscoe. <laughs> Dude, talk about ad-free shows. He's doing some. He he did uh, some mailbags. Over. He's killing it there. Um, I love him so much. Talk about his mutton being. chops. Fucking epic, man. The man is a fu- he's a fucking man. Yes, Jerry Briscoe is the fucking man. Him and uh, Taylor Williamson <laughs> need their own podcast. Yeah, I mean, if like, I think I, men, I think. Gerald Briscoe dude, and dude. Taylor Williamson. No, I love Taylor. No, they go, need to. Dude. They absolutely. Have you seen? Have you have you seen their like Twitter back and forth? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they're good friends. Yeah, they're good friends. The two of them on a podcast. Such an odd couple. Just get the odd couple theme, and you know, the two of them on a podcast is gold. And are we? Oh my god. Have we just created our own podcast network where we're now going to pitch to be under their have them under our umbrella? No, because what we do instead is probably go to Conrad and say, dude, you should get this on your show. And then Conrad would be like, oh, thanks, guys. And then we can just take credit for it without yeah. doing any work. Yeah, I created, you know, Val Venus and you know, mm-hmm. this and that. Thunderdome. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of, bunch of little tissues. Um, you saw me drinking coffee and you wanted to make me <laughs> fucking spit my fucking, you prick. I'm kidding. I promise I won't do that again. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, Made me call spit Mrs. Meany and guy. I have some terrible news, but there's more coffee you need to clean up off of this floor. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. More of that fucking cleaning solution. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 let's belts. talk about ECW. Oh, no, I want it. I wish I could have done the tag belts. Mm. There was t- legit. I'm not even making this up uh, because wrestlers like to make shit up sometimes. But uh, there was talk about me and Stevie being tag champs mm-hmm. uh, when I first got there, and um, it's never came to be. Uh, I think had I not gone to WWE, I think me and Nova would have got a, a run with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we were just having matches that uh, we're getting reactions. Uh, you know, I told the story of uh, my last match at the ECW Arena before I went to WWE. Me, uh, Nova, and Chris Chetty against Roadkill, Doring, and uh, Big Vito. I, uh, not, yeah. Well, Vito, back when uh, he was. Vito LaGrasa. <laughs> yeah. He was Skull Von Crush at the time. Mm-hmm. And we had a match, and our our good friend Randy, the sound guy, was always on headsets because he had to get audio cues and stuff like that. And he said, you know, we hit the finish, you know, the match was over. And Paul said on the uh, the headsets, oh, they did it again. Stole the fucking show. Yeah. So we were having some matches that were getting reactions, and I remember that night we went to the, back to the locker room, <clears throat> and uh, a couple of the boys greeted us at the, 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 the curtain, you know, just because – 
We we went out and had a really good six man tag, and uh, I loved working with Roadkill too, man. Um, well, you have another guy, another big guy in there, big guy, big guy, uh, but another another big guy in there. Um, well, that's the thing, man. Uh, like in ECW, I was like a big guy in ECW. When I went to the WWE, I was an average size guy among amongst giants. Where like with uh, Roadkill, I felt like I could actually do stuff like take body slams and do this and that and the other yeah. thing. Like I, I would feed them for body slams and do all big, let them do big man shit to me. <clears throat> and it was cool to get to sell, you know, like, you know, where I was working with other folks, you know, we were like kind of like on the even playing field and where I was e- either equal or bigger than some of the other guys in ECW, you know? Yeah. Um, but dude, I, I wish I could have got to run with the, uh, the tag belts. Mark in Dryden at Mark Matsuo. Uh, always great for questions. He always sends some great ones in here. Uh, I love this. I love this. Yeah. I love answering these questions. Um, he has two questions. One, who are the WWE and AEW MVPs of the past year slash empty arena era? Ooh. Um, for... AEW, probably Orange Cassidy. Just for his evolution of uh, being the guy who just, you know, comes out, does the thumbs up, and does the uh, the slow motion gimmick. <laughs> to, like, have it, like, and I'm envious that he got to do, you know, do so much with so little, mm-hmm. you know? And that's not a, that's a compliment. Like, if you can do that much in front of a crowd and get over, but then, you know, the crowd goes away, you kind of have to, you know, change gears a little bit. And, you know, he was going full blast, you know, working, you know, normal speed match. <laughs> but uh <clears throat> big fan of Arch Cassidy. Uh, I've said that plenty yeah, of times big fan. before. Big fan. Um, Get on it, Slick. And uh, he gets uh, <laughs> unnecessarily maligned. Of, you know, people shit, you know, there's, pe- you know, people who shit on him. I, I think he's great. I love him. Yeah. Uh, definitely MVP for me. Uh, you know, him and Jericho had a match that probably shouldn't worked with the, you know, the mimosa match, which I came up with, uh, yeah. anyway, <laughs> on this podcast, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, maybe that one was, wasn't as fucking scientific, as, you know, orange and fucking, hey, bubbly, you know, sometimes bubbly it's the simple make. things, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they had a great match. <clears throat> That's what we we called on alternative commentary. Uh, WWE, oh my god, um, that's a great question. Uh, I would have to say, pardon me, hey, Otis. Maybe I like Otis. <clears throat> Otis? Would you? I, I I thought I heard something in my my headset there. I, I, something oh. th- threw me off there. The thing in your oh uh, yeah, I got a, a notification telling us that we have uh, that we're starting another show in fifteen minutes, but we're not. We we changed the time. So yes, my bad. Uh, it was a vibration. Uh, I didn't mean yeah. to vibrate on you. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, oh my God, Drew McIntyre. I mean, I feel so bad for Drew McIntyre being a champion, and there's no fucking fans. Yeah. You know, if you saw how that that crowd was leading up to. Him and Brock, you know, building up for WrestleMania. Yeah, just from the Royal oh, Rumble. That, 
That was going. That Royal Rumble reaction. Oh, my God. I wonder and I worry that they're never going to get the reaction that they would have gotten unless there is some sort of a way. Because even let's say somehow Brock got the title back, right? He comes back when there's fans and we build up to next year's WrestleMania, not even this year's WrestleMania, but the following. And you got Drew comes in there in front of a, you know, 80,000 people and he finally wins the title. Yeah. It's just not this. It's, it's never going to be the same. Yeah. And that's a shame. Unless I mean, as far as rest, there is the such an energy, goes. unless there's such an energy from the crowd in knowing it, it in almost like a behind the scenes of like, we are all here to give him what he deserved. And they're going to go extra ape shit because of that. And that's what I hope is going to happen from, but that's what I hope so too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I said Otis because, uh, this he entertains the fuck out of me. Yeah, uh, big guy, big guy, big guy. who yeah. can uh, who can go. But uh, then again, I, I yeah, you know, as I'm talking, I'm like, man, Drew fucking McIntyre, yeah. man, he's fucking great. I and think he's it, he's been the MVP it's it, it's it's a crime that he hasn't been in front of fans. It's been a fucking crime. Yeah. Uh, question number two from Mark was. Yeah, uh, who are any unsung heroes from ECW that no one really knows? Yeah, because I usually say it was fucking. I always say Tracy Smothers. Tracy Smothers, first. but everybody knows Tracy Smothers, and at least if you listen to this podcast, you now really know everything he's done. Is there anybody else? Maybe someone behind the scenes, um, people who like you remove them and you go, man, nothing would have been the same. Shit, but, but people uh, don't think about it. I mean, everybody played a role. Um, that's a good question, man. Because uh, in the early days, it was, you know, Bob Ortiz and Lex Ortiz. Mm-hmm. They, you know, DC, got the ECW ball rolling, them and Larry Winters. And then I you know, went to extreme championship wrestling. Uh, I mean, everybody, you know, you know, Stevie and Gabe working in the office, you know, answering phone calls and yeah. selling tickets. You know, there's Tommy Dreamer and Guido and Devon working the warehouse and mailing out T-shirts. So it's not even so much unsung heroes, have but, the yeah, people. But, it's all the people you do know who were doing yeah. all of these other things. Yeah, Bubba was going to, uh, you know, lining up buildings. Uh, Jim Molyneux, sign guy Dudley, would go into a town a week before, a week of an event and go to all the radio stations and, uh, you know, make sure promo got, you know, put on the air and stuff like that. You know, uh, I think sometimes Jack Victory, too, would go on those trips. But, you know, uh, Lou D'Angeli, Sign Guy Dudley, a.k.a. Paul uh, Louie Dangerously, and Jim Molino, they were going to towns and, you know, making sure flyers were up, making sure the radio ads were getting played and stuff like that. Um you know, uh, Harry Slash with the music. Uh, There's a guy named Haz. I who, think you're uh, pronouncing that wrong. It was Taz with a T. <laughs> no, it was uh, Harry's friend, H-A-Z, Haz. It was short for something. I remember uh, fucking, oh, what was that show at the um, Hammerstein? Hey, Haz, go out and find some barbed wire for uh, Dreamer versus C.W. Anderson. And... Or, or he fucking comes back with fucking razor wire. 
Which he, oh. he, 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 he's running around New York looking for fucking barbed wire, sees razor wire, climbs a fence, clips it off a parking lot, <laughs> oh fucking fence, rolls it up and runs back to the building with it, you know? Just, wow. there's so many, you know. And Ron what was and the Charles, reaction with that? Like, yeah, no, we can't use this. Oh, they, they used it. Uh, they shit. made it work. Razor wire. Dude. Uh, fucking Ron and Charlie, you know. Uh, fucking run, you know, doing run and gun style filming. You know, uh, I did that the opening to Heat Wave 2000. Yep. And on the, uh, on the beach there, right? Yeah. And the guy we did the promo with, where I, I beat the guy up, some guy, we, we, we were, we were driving around some Marina guy. Del Rey. Huh? Some guy. Was, some guy. <laughs> we're driving around Marina Del Rey. And uh, we go, we, we, we meet. Ron, Charlie, uh, and Bill Alfonso came along. He wasn't in the shot, but he came along. And the, the instructions from Paul over the phone was, find somebody to do a promo with to open up the pay-per-view with Mikey and Sinister Minister. And no shit, we parked to go walk to the beach, and some guy goes, hey, you're, I get out of the car and go, guy goes, hey, you're the Blue Meanie. I went, hey, you want to be on TV? <laughs> and it was as simple as that. Wow. And we're like, hey, this is what we're doing, if you don't mind. And, you know, we'll hit you in the nuts, and you just – and the guy's like, okay. And it, it was the same with the uh, the Christmas episode where uh, BWO takes over Times Square. The Santa Claus, the Stevie, Stevie, Stevie kicks. Yep. It's just a street performer who said, oh, I want to be on TV. And he was laid right. out, too. I saw that recently. He's, yeah, he hey, was... can you take a super <laughs> – hey, yeah. we're going to do this. And the guy took – that that was the the take that aired was the second take. The guy took two bumps on concrete, and we didn't pay him. He just wanted to be on TV. That's Same awesome. with the guy opening Heat Wave two thousand. He didn't get paid. We were just like, all right, cool. And we might have left him tickets. Yeah. I think I, I think Ron and Charlie got his name and left him tickets. That's but awesome though. There's so many different you know. There's dude. Everybody thinks they know. People go, oh, ECW, another ECW pay-per-view, or another ECW documentary, another ECW podcast. There's so many stories that haven't been told. That's why I'm looking forward to That Was Extreme, because I know I'm going to say something, and Joel go, oh, that reminds me of. Well, that's and, uh, he's gonna say something. when I've been writing yeah. out my notes and, and having all yeah. the questions, the really exciting thing is I have no idea where it's going to go. You know, and that's, that's the thrilling part of these podcasts. You know, and that's something that's that I remember you it. said to me pretty early on. Um, I think before we even started, one of the things that you you liked uh, about, I guess, my style of of doing interviews was that I didn't just move on to my next question. I, you know, I kind of yeah. would would dive deeper into whatever it was you're saying and allow it to organically kind of go where it was going. So that's why I'm really excited about it. Um, and I will remind everybody that it is free uh, yeah. and it will be dropping New Year's Day. Yes. Um, and I think we had had a conversation. I think there's going to be a whole lot of, uh, of, of me, Meanie, and Joel that day because I, I think you guys might be stopping by uh, Sosa Chernoff for the New Year's <laughs> Eve uh, Sherney Awards, Chernoff's Mega New Year's Bash special, uh, which is yes. pre-recorded and not live, so don't worry, don't worry about that. Uh, but you'll get to Spoilers, count Spoilers, pal. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I'm excited for that. Uh, another question 
comes yeah. us from uh, from Patreon. Uh, Travis. Travis writes, uh, mm. what's your most prized album in your vinyl record collection? Do you have any Christmas albums? So we're talking vinyl here. We're talking your vinyl collection. Yeah, I wish I had Christmas albums. Um, I just found a copy of Van Halen Fair Warning. Uh, well, not just found. I bought it, and I forgot I had it. And then when Eddie passed, Mrs. Meany got out all the Van Halen finals. I was like, I know we got fucking Fair for Fair Warning is my favorite Van Halen album of all time, hands down. And uh, I was like, I know we got it on vinyl. And we just went through and uh, found it. And what's cool about it is it's a first pressing. Mm. It's not like, uh, you know, they went, they sold all those and then remade some. It's like a, there's a sticker right on it, you know. Right. First yeah. pressing, you know. And it's in mint condition. Um, and I love the sound of vinyl. Uh, you know, we got a, a fucking cabinet, to, you know, to basically the side of our, the whole front of our house it's like a piece of furniture you know one side's the record player one side's the stereo with the you, know, you could just sit on it it's so fucking big and then uh my boy donnie gave me uh donnie's a big vinyl freak too yeah and he's been collecting a lot of shit and uh he went and got a better player and was like oh, i don't know what the, he gave it to us so we got one in in this room that we're in so oh, it's awesome vinyl up here yeah that's like i'm so fortunate that friends who just Get rid of shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. No, I'm I'm but a big it, fan of uh, just collecting things from people. If uh, yeah. so, give me whatever you have. Um, no, I, I love I, doing it. Mrs. Maney hates that I do it sometimes, <laughs> but uh, uh, Mrs. Meany had. There's a oh my god, what's the name of that band? Oh my god. Um, uh, I think it was uh, eight inches from my asshole. <laughs> yeah, they open up for. Uh, Anal cunt. Uh, let me, uh, give me two seconds. So she right. has a. Take your time. One. Two. Yeah. Three. <laughs> How many? No. Uh, uh, she has an album from a band called Nonfiction that's really good. Oh, okay. Uh, on vinyl. And uh, they have a really cool song called The CIA, CIA is Trying to Kill Me. Uh, hmm. They have a hip hop mix and then they have a metal mix and they get, they got like a bunch of heavy hitters on there, oh, uh, nice. which I'm, I'm blanking, but, uh, I, I, I'd played on here, but I don't want us to get fucking pulled from YouTube, but, uh, yeah. And I think, but, we've, uh, we've look, look up nonfiction. Fart, so yeah, look up, uh, dude, well, maybe if you play the fart, it'll throw off the algorithm. And That's what I was thinking. That's how the whole thing started. Uh, let me see. Let's see what happens. Am I going to have uh, to edit this whole thing out? Uh, it's just the. Uh, I hope this is the metal mix. Let's see. I'll give it a shot. Okay. Uh, of course, that's the the commercial. <laughs> you just shit all over the commercial. <laughs> Fucking these ads kill me, man. Damn. I should. I should. Oh, so here we go. I hope this is the rock room. Nonfiction 
Nah, that's the uh <laughs> oh, here, here's the rock version. I was doing a remix. <laughs> this is the metal version with uh, guys from the Deftones and Fear Factor. Okay. This is great wrestling music, by the way. Mm-hmm. I could totally see somebody come to the ring to this. Enough of that shit. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> Ariel. Oh, God. Remixing. But, uh. Yeah, that's definitely going to get pulled off. <laughs> nonfiction, the, uh. When we have the final future, mix of future it. Future is now. When we have the With final that? mix to put the, uh, the podcast out, I'll, uh. I'll maybe, like, lower it down a little bit. It can make it quieter beneath the farts. Oh, man. Well, that's, hey, that's it for Ask Meanie. <laughs> we don't have any other questions uh, this week. Um, anything from the chat? Uh, hey, anyone from the chat? Travis hit us up with one. Uh, anybody else have any questions? We can do this now. Uh, we can do this the easy way or we can do this the hard way. The hard way, we come to your house and we bully you into giving us uh, anyway. Ask me something. <laughs> could that be the new uh, thing? It's time to ask me anything. Ask me something. (laughs) Let's try that again. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time to ask me anything. Ask me something. (laughs) All right, I'm pulling that. That's the new one. Um, You're pulling, I'm pushing. (laughs) God. Okay. Uh, Is anyone still. like a pebble skipping off of water there. Is anyone still listening to this? Yeah, they've all checked out. Nope. This is our last episode. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, by the way, anyone who listens on Spotify, thank you all for notifying us. Uh, apparently, yeah, yeah, a yeah, yeah. ton of you listen to Spotify, and Spotify had a bit of an issue, which was fixed, and they put our episode up. Um, but I was looking at our numbers. I'm like, uh-oh, what did we say last week that made people not want to? And then after Spotify put it up, our numbers just jumped significantly so i didn't realize how many people actually listen to us through spotify so thank you uh for listening to us however you listen to us but uh yeah yeah i'm becoming a fan of spotify i just never really had a reason to use it and then mm-hmm. uh i had a podcast app on uh roku which shit the bed I was like, "Fuck! How do I listen on Roku?" Because I like I like putting it on the TV, blah, blah. Sure. And then somebody somebody said Spotify. I'm like, oh, okay. And then like now that's where I do all my podcasting through Spotify. Um, hey, here was one more question from Mark from a week or so ago. Okay. Uh, what past or present wrestlers could have portrayed an anti-hardcore slash ECW villain either almost as good or better than Cactus? Uh, and Carino. Cactus mm. Jack obviously doing the I'm hardcore going on the, uh, you know, Disney rides or whatever. And, uh, and Carino being the, the king of old school um, where he ironically 
that that man never bled as much as he did yeah. when he was not hardcore, right? Like, right. Uh, right. what a great gimmick. But um, anybody else you think really could have just kind of really done that? Fuck, fucking Luthez. <laughs> <laughs> Luthez would have been great for that role. Luthez seemed to hate everything, so yeah. he would have been perfect for it. Ah, Hulk Hogan, that's not a real wrestler. Uh, I, uh, he seemed like such a fucking grump. I remember Me. meeting Luthez uh, at I my met him. synagogue. I met him too once. Really? I met him at my synagogue, yes. He was there for... Uh, Interesting. I want to say maybe it was Haley Apter, her bat mitzvah. Could have oh, been cool. for Brandon Apter's bar mitzvah, Bill's children. Um, nice. And uh, I don't remember which, which one it was, but he was, he was there for the, uh, the actual service in the morning. And um, I was invited to the either bar or bat mitzvah. I don't remember which one it was. But, um, and, I'm going to sound uh, stupid here, but what's the difference? A bar mitzvah is for a, a boy and a bat mitzvah is for a girl. Okay. Yeah, that's the only. I'm. I, I was being 100. No, no, no. Serious. That's that's fair. Uh, yeah, that's the only yeah. difference. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they. I was there. I think it may. It must have been Brandon's because I don't know if I actually was at Haley's. I know my sister was, but I don't know. Um, yeah. And you know who did all of her decorations for her bat mitzvah? All yeah. of like the had all these like great caricature things. Jerry Lawler drew drew them all for that's Haley's bat mitzvah. So um, cool. Yeah, uh, but no, so, um, yeah, Luthez. Um, That's amazing. Right, it's, I'm, I'm making, there's almost part of me that I, feels like I'm, like, lying, and it wasn't Luthez. It was definitely Luthez, yeah. I got a, ba- a babysitter for uh, Brandon and Haley. Yes. When uh, Bill, Bill went to, Bill was shooting one of the WrestleManias. Uh, WrestleMania, I think it was WrestleMania five, because I went to the ho- over to the hotel. You're staying at the Claridge in Atlantic City. Hey, Fabe, don't go there. He's not there anymore. Uh, but, uh, yeah, my uh, cousin's girlfriend babysat for him or whatever. Yeah. He called me up. Hey, can you find me a babysitter? Yeah, sure. The, uh, yeah, it's funny. Um, so, no, it was definitely Luthez, the more I thought about it. It was definitely Luthez. So, Bill introduced me, and it was one of those things where you're just kind of, like, not expecting that that's the day you're going to meet this legendary wrestling personality yeah. at, at, you know, at synagogue, um, in the, uh, uh, after service, uh, luncheon. So, but, it, but that's right. That's the only time I ever met him. And, um, I've assigned photo from Luthez on my wall. It says to Brian and Brian's in quotes. Like I was fucking working. <laughs> so the work to name. Brian to Brian. Well, that's like uh, when my daughter, maybe he asked, knew I was going to be my the daughter asked me, um, if, uh, if you what did she say? Something about I think she was asking about you if you had another name. Um, and so I said, yeah. I said his. I said his real name uh, is is Brian. Uh, she goes, but but they're still the meanies, right? I said, oh yeah, yeah. I said, well, that's their that's their actual name. Is they're the meanies, Mister and Mrs. Yeah. Meanie. I said, but yeah. I said, but like sometimes people call him. Yeah, you know, they'll call him Brian. You know, I said like when he doesn't want people to know who he is. I said that's like My when he dyes name. his hair gray. What's that? My government name. Yeah. You know? Well, I told her, I said you know I've I've told um oh because my son was mentioning you too at some point. Anytime I'm like hey, I'm gonna go do my show, 
then they're like, it's all talking about uh, Blue Meanie. But, uh, but I, he had mentioned something the other day and like said like, uh, I said, yeah, I have to do, uh, I'm doing the, the thing with the Blue Meanie. And he's like, uh, he's like, the Blue Meanie that we met. And I said, yeah. And he's like, but he, but he now have blue hair. He, he doesn't have blue hair. And I, so I was like, well, listen, I was like, everybody would stop him and go, oh my God, that's the blue meanie. So that's why he has to color it that, that white color uh, so that people don't recognize him. And he's like, oh, okay. So, yeah. So basically you bullshit at your kid. You know what? I think 95% of good parenting is knowing when to lie to your children. That's really. My friend, my friend Sebastian has a daughter named Taylor and they uh, live out in, Kind of near Limerick, PA, mm-hmm. or something like that. And they're driving down the street, and they're, you know, you see the uh, power plant, mm-hmm. and then, you know, there's smoke coming from it. And she's like, Daddy, what's that? And he goes, Oh, that's the, that's a cloud factory, honey. <laughs> that's amazing. It was amazing until her daughter said it in school, and everybody was like, What? Oh, that's malady. Yeah. She's like, Oh, my dad says that's a cloud factory. And they're like, Your dad's dumb. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's Sebastian was like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. But it's still, it was a, it was a great comeback. But yeah. who knew, who knew there was going to be consequences to a, such a innocent fucking uh, line? I mean, where he lives, it, it looks like the Simpsons, you know, because you know the Simpsons, and there's the <laughs> power power plant in the background. Yeah. I gotta awesome. get him on the show sometime, man. We got stories. You got to what? Get him on here? Uh, I. Yeah, I got. He's a good dude. Here one day. Yeah, dude, he's got some fucking stories. Well, he was there at ECW uh, all the time, so, right? He was considered part of. He was considered one of the boys. We'll I have mean, to bring him was, on. Uh, that was extreme at some point when it inevitably becomes. Well, here's here's my yeah. The thing with that was extreme. I want to bring on people. A lot of people. I mean, uh, we, we'll have Joel, me, you, and Joel. Mm-hmm. But I want to bring on guests yeah. like people. Some people might and, not even even know. Like yeah. like the question that was just asked, who was Who's the, done uh, Sung Heroes? Yeah. I think and yeah. I think that that's exactly where it should be. And I think, you know, we're setting the stage by kind of doing just the three of us for this first episode because we don't have this anything on this first episode confirmed, you know? Yeah, this this is the pilot. Yeah. And then if it's if they like it, we'll do more. Yeah. So like Pringles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the I commercial like, like it. A, uh if yeah. it's anything like this episode. Yeah. Yikes. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is a relatively short episode for us, but I feel like we've we've kind of come to the end of our journey here um, and we do have to do another show um, that I, is free. I, I th- I, yeah, I think uh, I think this was a good episode, though, man. This I never la- I'll remember laughing this hard. I think this may be the hardest I ever laughed. Yeah. Um, there was the one, there was the early episode where we were talking about your balls at some point where I laughed pretty hard. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've ever actually cried from laughter. Yeah. Not the first yeah. time I've cried from other reasons on the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Just, uh, yeah, the off the cuff remarks. I'm a big fan of off the cuff remarks. Yeah. And uh, just saying shit, catching people off guard. And that's something yeah. that's very important for us to let our, our listeners know when we encourage you to check out. Uh, our free show and ad free shows that was extreme uh, just because I've got my 19 to 20 pages of notes um, I don't remember how many it was every time I mention it, it's going to go up just because I have my 24 pages of notes um, 
doesn't mean you're not going to get this. You are still going to get this craziness with us. But more importantly than anything, no matter how successful that show is, and we all know it's going to be incredibly successful. This, yeah, this will always be here. This will always, always be here. And if anything, we'll just get even crazier. And another thing, I, I, I was thinking this while I was driving around town, too. Uh, so I've, there's always a show going on in my head. Um, just because we put a lot of work in, well, Josh put a lot of work in with doing notes for the show. It's just uh, kind of like how used to work, you know, you would book a territory back in the day. Uh, mine and Meanie is our territory where I like to have more uh, improvisation off the cuff, you know, whatever comes to mind. Now we're working the Conrad territory, the ad free shows territory. It's like we're going from Crockett to Watts. <laughs> where they want you to have, uh, you know, you, you got to have, you know, some notes here and there and yeah. and stuff. Uh, be a little bit more prepared. Yeah, I mean, but, and that's, uh, you yeah. know, the funny thing with it is, like, we're, we're always more prepared than we let on because it's kind of like the, you know, the gimmick. But it's yeah. also the entire intent of our podcast here is to be two friends just kind of sitting around talking. So again, you don't really need this notes. This is supposed to be us sitting at, this is like us sitting at a bar, just bullshit. Yeah, so you don't need notes for this. And that's what makes this right. uh, so much fun. Um, and uh, yeah, so, but I think, you know, we're, we're going to have a really great time. January 1st, New Year's Day is when uh, that was extreme will drop. Um, but first, man, uh, I don't have to rush us off here because we're not, you know, we, we can just kind of plug our, our shit a little bit here. But, uh, yeah, make sure uh, if, you're, if you're not subscribed to YouTube, uh, subscribe now. Just because we hit 1,000 doesn't mean we want to stop. I, we want to hit 100,000. Um, yeah. I want a plaque. And I want a, uh, I want a special with uh, the dude from Wildcat Belt. So let's, uh, let's yeah. rock and roll and let him know. He, I, I, no, I talked to him. He's oh, he, down. Oh, he's down for it? Excellent. So, yeah. Breaking news. Him. You know, All right, cool. Yeah. So we'll we'll do that. Uh, I think that'll be something. Maybe after the new year, we'll throw yeah. together and we'll we'll do something. We like that. We made the promise. We'll we will deliver. It's just uh, once all the holidays of uh, yeah petered out, you know, died down a little bit. Then we'll uh, we'll do the special with uh, Wildcat Wildcat Bells. And uh, I just want to thank everybody who's who's uh, signed up for Patreon. Uh, we had new Patreon members again this week, which is just incredibly flattering every time uh it's every ex- every one of you patreon members means i mean everybody means a lot to us i mean thank you for, even if you're listening for free but the fact that you're reaching into your your wallet in this is t- this time yeah it's crazy fucking time that we live in and supporting us uh it's special uh we want to thank our good friend uh jason um down under um, yeah. for sending us uh, some some awesome road, uh, some extra road stuff. Uh, really, really helped us out there a lot. Um, and we love so road. Flattering. Uh, we so have, flattering. Yes, we have a, a, a great relationship with, with road. Uh, thanks to Jason, who is also a Patreon member, who is amazing. Um, really just appreciate it I feel it guilty. So I feel guilty. I know. I'm like, <laughs> why, why, why are we charging you for this? Uh, yeah. We'll continue to, of course, but... Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we got a, like, I, we got the, uh, the microphone in the arm, uh, 
the uh, the one that came is set up a the new one I got is set up at Mrs. Meanie's station. Yeah. Which uh, I have to get like an extension cord because. So when she does her run-ins, she could just go to her station. She's going to be like Robin from the Howard Stern show. Yep. You know, she's got, awesome. she has her own, her own little Robin studio. I got, uh, I think I asked for, we got to get her some headphones as well. Yes, so, yes. Uh, Those are on their way in the check is in the mail type way uh, because I yeah. forgot to order them. But uh, <laughs> now that it's been, now that I've been called out, maybe everyone can remind me on social media. Sure enough. Uh, I will order them as soon as we, uh, as soon as we, wrap up our 10 other shows um yes but yes we'll definitely get those um that's a cool thing about us working together it's like things happen but nobody really gives each other shit yeah. it's no like, it's it's you know and, and no ta- nobody's a taskmaster you know, I, just, I will tell you yeah no kevin sullivan's here pal um there's uh brother. <laughs> Um, there's also a Pat good Ball chance I told you I didn't order it that I actually did and I don't remember so we're gonna look into this and find out uh, or yeah. you might you might be getting two new headphones. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, brother, this has been a lot of fun. Um, Absolutely, start playing us out. Um, hey, everybody, play us out. Do us a favor. Go over uh, to cellatoys.net or on Instagram at jbtoys1 and pick up a pre-order of the Mind of the Meanie Action Figure Two Pack. Uh, I have the yeah. Nick Aldis one in hand. It's so freaking good. Uh, we're waiting to hopefully get the uh, um, get the prototypes in hand to maybe film some stuff and have some fun with that. But uh, uh, also want to send a, a shout out to the people over there. I know um, they've been uh, dealing with some COVID related things um, and uh, great people over at Cello yeah. Toys. Um, so, also in general, if you're waiting for for some of your stuff to come from them, the Nick Aldis stuff, I know some people have said that they're waiting. Uh, I know tons have already gotten them, but bear with them. It's a it's a tough time. Um, but uh, yeah, just um, get those action figures, man. Pre-order them. Those are going to be so freaking cool. I am like, I can't wait. I'm so excited for those. Um, and I'm literally, I literally feel like a kid waiting. Christmas. Yeah, uh, I mean it's going to be later than Christmas, but but you know we'll just keep waiting. Yeah, uh, but it'll be worth the wait. They're going to be so so. But if you so pre-order good. now, it still counts. Yes. So. Oh God, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm I'm so excited for those. Uh, and of course, we've plugged the heck out of our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Mind of the Meanie, YouTube.com/slash Mind of the Meanie. Uh, we're going to be over on ad-free shows starting January first. For that was extreme with Joel Gertner as well, and. Uh, Dan, uh, follow us on social media if you'd be so kind. At Mind of the Meanie across all platforms. Uh, follow us as individuals. He is at Blue Meanie BWO. I'm at So Says Chernoff. Uh, do not miss So Says Chernoff on Fight New Year's Eve. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun this year. Um, Meanie, uh, they can go find you on Cameo. At- yeah, man. Uh, thank you to everybody who's reached out to me this week on Cameo doing Christmas wishes. Uh, you can still get in. Uh, this is airing on Monday, so Christmas is just a few days away. If you want the blue meanie, blue meanie, me to wish you a Merry Christmas, uh, go over to cameo.com slash blue meanie BWO, and I'll get those right out to you in time for the holiday. Uh, also, make sure that you go on over to prowrestlingtees.com slash mind of the meanie. We've got such great stuff that our, our good friend 
Andy Slichter has been uh, working on for us. Knocking, the man. knocking it out of the park left and right. Uh, it's ridiculous. Um, but uh, you can also go while you're there to PrestonTees.com slash Blue Meanie. Blue Meanie or Blue Meanie BWL? Uh, Blue Meanie. Blue Meanie. Uh, every week I ask you that. And, uh, <laughs> and PrestonTees.com slash so says sure enough. Check out all of our merch over there. Uh, hey, at ProSynthes.com slash Mind of the Meanie, make sure to pick up some pins. Yeah. You know, uh, you got to get some pins because we want to get more of those made. So we still have a couple hanging around. Um, you know what? Maybe we'll just pick a bunch up for when we're able to do live shows. Oh, clear, clear that out. We'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, get some more made. Oh, clear that out. Clearing it out. Um, yeah, that's about it. We're going to go uh, take a quick break. I'm going to go put my face on, and we'll uh, get ready for, um, for, our, for our next show that we're excited uh, to share with all of you. Uh, but until then, you can catch us every single Monday forever. This is never going to end. Uh, ever, ever, ever. Uh, I mean, eventually. gonna get that call that I uh missing but um the, the the stress of doing 15 shows I can't handle it the way Conrad does um but uh join us again next Monday for another trip into the mind of the media blue, 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 blue world order the world of MLW radio never stops 